0: Hey everybody, welcome to the show, I'm Sal, I'm talking, uh, oh fuck, alright, one more time. <laughs> keep, keep it in, keep it in. <laughs> That's it, welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange everybody, uh, Chip Zdarsky's here, thanks for being here man, uh, I love it, we have, like, we we do have something to promote, I was like, we have nothing to promote, but no, because you uh, you caught my eye recently, obviously we've been talking about, <laughs> you caught my eye, uh, oh, but no, my no, we were talking recently uh, at New York Comic Con about doing something about having you back on the show, yeah. and uh, the omnibus is here, the Spider-Man Chip Zdarsky omnibus is here. And, what uh, this thing oh my god <laughs>
1: you know my desk my desk just shakes it when I did yes it oh my god Ooh, yeah so thick
0: yeah i uh i i admit i haven't bought it yet because it is Why the holiday you? season it yeah, may yeah. be a gift yeah hey there know. you go there you go but if you guys good. are looking for gifts folk uh you know in stock trades has it for like i don't know i think like 50 percent, 40 percent off something like that it's like surprising
1: it's a oh, hefty cheaper. bad boy. Like, I didn't know what the price was until it showed up on my doorstep. Yeah. Um, I think uh, in your video, you said it's dollars. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. The video is a million dollars, <laughs> but it's 125 bucks for like nice. 960 pages. That's not I bad. That's actually a really
0: good, that's a good deal.
1: Yeah, that's not bad at all. Not right? bad at all.
0: I didn't even know they were collecting, like, it's just the Zdarsky run. It's just all your Spider-Man stuff, just jam-packed into one.
1: Totally. Yeah, yeah, it was weird just because I didn't realize I'd written that much Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, you add it all up, and yeah, it's it's a little wild. Yeah, the only thing that's not in here is a two-page Spider-Man comic that I drew and kind of co-wrote with Donny Cates and uh, and Doctor Strange.
0: Oh yeah, the Spider. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was which was super fun. That's a shame, oh. I know, but it's like I didn't really. Technically, write it like this is just kind of all my writing, so I don't know. Yeah, Maybe they should pulp it, just pulp it,
0: just start over. Yeah, you know? start over. Put the <laughs> other two pages in. Yeah. I know Marvel is famous for uh, for doing that kind of thing where they they uh, they love to waste money. I oh, yeah,
1: it. yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, um, but the one thing I didn't realize this until I posted my video and all the comments kind of showed up because again, I stay offline is that I didn't realize that my design on the front looks like a ketchup bottle squirting out ketchup,
0: huh? yeah wow it really does oh no <laughs> no from, from afar yeah no <laughs> From that afar. Is, yeah 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 that is that is, that is uncanny
1: yeah because i people, love that
0: cover that's a, i know such a beautiful but people kept calling space. it
1: people kept calling it the ketchup design i'm like ketchup like I, there's red on it but it's not ketchup and then when i when i squinted oh, it in i saw oh, no. oh wait a second oh yeah just like oh well back to design yeah. school for me <laughs> Yeah, I love that
0: you do your own designs. I love that you uh you take this graphical background and you insert it into your own work. It's like just, man, it's not enough that you know how to write and draw. You also have to have like good graphic design skills. Like, God damn it. It's
1: uh, it's it's a control freak thing for sure because I mm-hmm. just want to make sure everything looks the way I want it to look. Fair. Um and just to make it look different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh like I I like the other versions of uh the the various covers for this like they've got like a spectacular spider-man issue one with you know peter opening yeah yeah the Kubert one and there's another one with a a jameson um and those are those are lovely but they're just not um they're not intended for books they're intended for single issues you know and it really feels that way
0: yeah absolutely yeah, well, we've I, talked before about how like uh it stands you want something that's gonna like pop off the shelf it's gonna like yeah. dis- differentiate itself completely uh you know what it reminds me of is uh those chip kid uh convergence covers back oh, in the day yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Where, uh there was just this incredible graphical decision that no one else would have even thought to do and yeah. it looked immediately you you knew exactly what it was or even didn't know what it was but you were like I gotta reach for it yeah. life story covers were all like that or it was like oh that's something different.
1: I think it's a real subconscious thing. That's a discussion I have a lot with the companies, where like design sells stuff, even if the audience doesn't realize it. They'll pick yeah. a thing up if it like catches their eye. Um, like I think I think the X Men, the redesign when they did like House of X and Powers of Ten, like um, I think that's one of the most successful brand redesigns probably ever yeah. comics. Like, everything was unified. Everything looked modern and cool. And, like, yeah. you had no choice but to at least pick it up and check it out.
0: That's right. No, I, I am routinely impressed uh, every time I see the NX book that they have managed to stick to a cohesive, unified, graphic style that is distinctly of the time. I'm I'm not worried. It's more like, I hope it sticks. Not necessarily this design, but, like, that concept.
1: Yeah, the the idea of doing distinct designs for a line, I think, right, is, is a good idea. Like, I think I think most books are probably because they, they there are like there's separate offices for each thing at Marvel and at DC. You know, it's the Batman yeah. books and the Superman titles, and then you know the hero titles, the Spider-Man titles, the X-Men titles. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, usually if you're kind of you're buying one of those, you're kind of in for the rest. So yeah. like, make them feel unified. Totally yeah
0: yeah so you uh you said i believe at some point in your history that you would punch someone yes (laughs) in the history of this of your of your connection with this show you said you would punch someone to get batman and so now that you are on batman i wanted to know who (laughs) received the beating
1: i did i beat myself (laughs) Uh, to rephrase um (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a real monkey's paw thing because when they offered it to me, I didn't have the time to take it on, so I mm. turned them down. Like, well, I, I basically said, like, <laughs> it was a weird one because it was, it was sudden because James was leaving. Yeah. Um, because he just got the Substack deal. Right. Uh, but also, I just got a Substack deal, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. and so, so yeah, when I got the, uh, yeah, I think Marie and Marie uh, Javins and Ben Abernathy wanted to have a Zoom with me. And I just remember looking at my wife and being like, oh, fuck, they're going to offer me Batman. <laughs> oh, fuck, this is the worst possible time. Because I was just starting to draw public domain, too. I'm just like, I have no time. There's no time. Yeah. And um, and yeah, that was basically it. Like, I got on the Zoom and they, I think they saw me just like this. I was just like <laughs> holding my head and they're like, oh, hey, Jeff, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm not good not good cuz i think you're going <laughs> to offer me batman and they're like well yeah that is what's happening and i'm like
0: yeah normally I, people are pretty yeah. excited when they hear that but uh, you seem you seem the opposite you're like it was, yeah, yeah, yeah no i, I mean, wanted i'm just you know yeah it
1: was both like i was like over the moon with excitement about the idea but also just like crushed by the fact that i didn't think i could do it um so yeah i didn't i didn't say yes right away i i took off and like and basically said like if i have the story that makes sense for me and excites me then i'll i'll do it like, right. all right you know we'll give you a little bit of time but not a lot but so I, you I know went. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. The they, had, they had a list i'm sure like a ton of people turned it down before <laughs> it got to me but um but yeah yeah and i went away and i thought about it and then i, I started to get the, the germ of like the fail safe idea i'm like oh oh yeah no this is a story i want to tell so i yeah. said yes and i told my wife she uh to kiss me goodbye and, uh...
0: <laughs> yeah i'll see you later get in the yeah, office yeah.
1: and do everything do all yeah. that oh god yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, now that uh, now that you're at like issue, I think we're we're at, coming up on one forty one. Uh, yeah. How uh, how do you like it? How you how are you feeling? It's great. <laughs> You've <can feel> like <laughs> you got like what three arcs right now, so
1: yeah, yeah. And like one of the, I mean, I thought there'd be more pressure, but then mm-hmm. I kind of realized when I started, I'm like, oh no, it's like any book. Like you sit down, you write a script. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's there's a little voice in the back of my head that's just like DC Comics relies on this to keep their lights on yeah like there is a little bit of that but also i'm just like well you know i'm doing the best i can if, if, right. if they if they think that i'm not doing a good job they'll they'll let me know and they'll fire me
0: exactly like, that's like, their then, that's know. their prerogative like if it does actually like affect the bottom line like that's 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 for them to worry about
1: yeah yeah exactly if they, if they think they can bring someone on to that'll sell more copies they'll definitely do that um right um and i i kind of just i've had that in the back of my head the whole time so i'm just like okay well i'll just do it until they Tell me to stop doing it <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah well it's been fun like i just i've just been able to write the batman stories i want to read and um you know i was talking to you before we started recording just how like i'm not really online so um so i don't really get the kind of the feedback good or negative i get a little really? bit of it on my on my sub stack but like but that 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 helps a ton too because i'm just like i'm not worried about what I'm doing or thinking I have to please certain people or upset other people or um, I'm just sitting down and writing the comics I want to read which is right yeah
0: and uh, you're also ca- tackling those backups as well, which is a, yeah. a really yeah. fun like supplement. Normally, if it's like if there is an additional backup in any ongoing series, it's like oh, we'll give like some other writer like a shot. But this is like yeah. no, I got more. I got more. Yeah, I got another I, story. I will, I I will get...
1: give no writers a shot. <laughs> that is the <laughs> so like Zdarsky I know a young,
0: I know a young hot writer that needs a ch- needs a chance. And his name is Chipsidarsky. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, because that was a bit of a debate for me because I was just like. I know those backups can be used to kind of elevate other writers and artists. And I was just like, uh, I feel a little shitty about the idea of kind of taking those over. But also, I'm like, the story, I know the backups can also just be like, people can just flip by them. Like, I've done it. I've I've done it for sure, 100%. Like, I'll read the main story, and then the backup, "Ah, maybe I'll read it later, and I I never get around to it. Um, But like, by being the writer on those, I'm like, oh, you have to read this. (laughs) <laughs> like like this actually yeah. ties into the story like it's not just like a supplemental thing it's like it's part of the narrative right so that helps and we're, we're kind of mixing it up too kind of going down the line like there's one instance where the backup becomes comes before the main story like really? we kind of we're kind of because I'm like oh we, yeah yeah if we if we if we put this here then we can kind of build up this stuff and then jump into the main let Jorge go kind of go kind of go nuts with the art that's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's there's it's fun having the extra pages to kind of work with.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've been I've been really enjoying them. It, this is one of those things where I I am very much like that, where I'm like, oh, backup, Cool. I maybe will read it, but nine out of ten times I won't. But yeah. uh but knowing that it was the like it's part of the story or at least it's supplementing the story. I'm like, I guess I should give it a shot. And I'm always rewarded for it because it's like, nice. oh, it really does enhance the story or it expands on a concept that like clearly there was no time in the main story to give like oxygen to it. Yeah. Um and that's that's been always really fun. Like that that uh the first encounter of Zurinar versus Joker yeah, yeah. is in a backup and it's like a spectacular story.
1: And and but... we also got like the best artists on it, like Leonardo Romero. I know, right? Um it helps as backups because know, I think Leonardo was working on like the Spider-Man animated series at the time. So we don't have a lot of time. Mm. So it's just like, ah, but it's only like eight pages. Right. A month. Like "Eh, do eight pages. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but yeah that that one especially was just like, okay, like we want to get the backstory. We want to get like kind of tee up what's coming down the line. Um but what I found especially in the first arc failsafe was so action heavy like we we're just boom 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 like because i wanted that feeling of like oh yeah batman can't catch his breath the reader can't catch their breath yeah um, yeah so the backups were a way to kind of like catch your breath a little bit totally yeah it gives me derailing
0: i remember uh failsafe gave me this real like nostalgic feeling and i couldn't pin it down until i saw a variant cover for 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 failsafe which i was like ah oh, i know exactly what this is and it was fucking um Another one. yeah it was the the venom yeah, versus yeah. Spider-Man cover. Yeah, where he's over him. Over him. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, it reminds me of the old Michelinie stories where like yeah. Venom just won't leave him alone, and he knows who he is and where he's gonna go, and so it's just like you're you as Peter are just constantly like yeah. looking over your shoulder, and the, until eventually you end up like on a desert island, and it's like in this one you end yeah, yeah, up yeah. on the friggin' moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. I know
1: the uh yeah those 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 Venom stories really affected me when I was younger. Yeah, like, just that the idea of like the unstoppable creature that like and then later on when jms and darmita jr did the morland stuff and spider-man mm-hmm. it was kind of the same thing we're just like Definitely. oh my god like this thing is like you can't beat it you can't yeah. beat it and the part of the fun is like trying to piece together how the characters will beat it
0: absolutely i'm always in awe of any writer that's able to put me in a position where i'm like it's impossible like there's nothing you can do and then, yeah, I, and then but knowing that it has to have an ending and knowing that they know how it's going to end and yeah they're somehow going to figure it out. I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm, that's something that's always like for me. I'm like, ah, that's really cool. Way to go. <laughs> Woo. We did it. Woo, you did it. <laughs> it's not just like, you know, and then, uh, and then he died, uh, you know, right before, like uh, at the end of jaws, like the original jaws where it's like, oh, I did and then he just dies. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Just being like, we need to, we need to zhuzh it up a little bit. Can we hit him with like a, a bomb or something? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah man I'm really um, I'm digging on Batman it's really fun um how uh I know from inside baseball a little bit not yours but uh but Mm. in relation to Batman and so forth that it's you can't just say I'm gonna throw Michael Keaton Batman in there you can't just say I'm gonna use Dark Knight Returns Batman no you can't it turns out No, is that something that you discovered while you were in the process of doing it? Because I'm talking specifically for the readers at home who haven't picked up this story, if you haven't already. Uh, the 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 multiversal uh, arc where Batman has to uh, make his way home.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had the idea kind of basically from the start. And um, in my outline, I think my editor was like, all right, we're gonna have some trouble here. And uh, so we, we talked it through and he was essentially like there are certain characters you can use them for two panels like like that's how much how, that's how much the legal department would be like okay that's that's okay yeah. and 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 they didn't explain exactly why but i think if you go past that if the characters appear too much then all of a sudden it triggers payments to the, maybe oh, the production companies that have okay. to do with it that that's all my right. guess anyways my uneducated legal guess is
0: that how they do the math where they're like all right so two but like three what if it's a what if it's a splash though it's what? like a, it's
1: like a fair use thing almost within yeah. the company like you know you can use a couple lines from a song but you can't write like three lines kind of thing mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't quite cross the threshold so uh so it's pretty funny so i found out at the time like um yeah the michael keaton batman you can't uh more than two <laughs> panels um uh you definitely cannot show jack nicholson as joker like mm. uh, jorge definitely had to redraw that That Joker face when he popped up. I mean, it it
0: translates. I I did not at any point go. I don't think that's who that who that's supposed to be.
1: Yeah, it gives the vibe of uh, Batman eighty nine. But so those were issues. uh, The Arkham games. That was a two panel situation. Really? Even Batman sixty six was a two panel situation. Huh. So so a whole bunch of them. Chris Nolan Batman. No, you can't. You can't. That was just a no. Yeah, that's just a flat out no. Interesting. I, I think there's something in his contract possibly with warner brothers it just says like the, the movies are the thing you cannot do anything with those right. characters i beyond. guess that, that
0: makes sense he's he'd be worried like they'll make a sequel like in the comics
1: yeah yeah and it would water down his story and i get that yeah um so yeah there was there was stuff like that that was was tricky um but but lucky enough that i I kind of was able to make a story that worked for it like the fact that batman's flashing in and out and is kind of out of control yeah multiverse i could be like okay we'll at least get like a cool Jorge drawing of Keaton Batman before he gets <laughs> zapped have away, away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm really proud of that issue. Like I think it worked out quite well. Um, Cause it was a good mix too, between Mike Hawthorne and Jorge's art and yeah. Um, yeah. A nice way to celebrate Batman and kind of show all the sides of him and wrap up the, uh, that um, uh, Batman of Gotham arc. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah I felt good about
0: that. It's it's a dope issue. It was a really fun story. It was one of those things where I uh, reading
1: it was like, is
0: he in a tube, and he thinks he's in the multiverse, or is this an actual
1: multiverse story? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a real one. Um, as real as it gets. Yeah. Uh, my only my only worry. I remember like you know we sent the comic to the press to press. And I was just like, oh man, like I don't know how people are gonna react to the uh, the 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 bat anti shark repellent <laughs> gag. Great moment. Yeah. It, it worked out. It worked out, and like, yeah, I got a lot of compliments from pros and and you know, fellow creators about it. And then when I did my kind of comic signing tour, like that was brought up a lot. Like, yeah. People, people really dug it. So I'm like, oh, thank God, because like <laughs> that could have gone totally the other way. Like, oh, you're making fun of Batman, you know? It's like, like no, man, that's like that's, that's Batman. That's He's canon. Prepared Batman, right there. <laughs> exactly. Adam West.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you get a little callback to it in uh, 140, I believe, where it's yeah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh Let's talk about your, your comic tour, because I okay. imagine that uh, that was a really like fun experience that you don't get to talk t- about too, too much outside of friends and family. Um, how did that go? Like, what, what was the impetus behind like, you making a, making a tour to, to <laughs> see you know, your, fellow, uh, your fellow comic people?
1: Well, the, 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 the main driving force behind it was the fact that I learned to drive. No. So, I, yeah, my pandemic project was learning to drive. Uh, because my wife and I moved out west and we were kind of, in you know, a forested island area. I was like, well, we need to know how to drive. So, yeah. uh so my her her stepdad took me out every day and taught me and um I loved it. Turns out I love driving. Yeah, forward. it's a
0: lot of fun. Yeah, it's 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 a joy that many of us at ad- as teenagers discover. Um Yeah, I never had that. I never had
1: the. I never had the reason to drive because I was the youngest in my class. So all my friends already had their licenses and were driving around. So they would pick me up and it was fine. My girlfriend at the time was like, she was a mechanic. Like she loved cars. Like she was, she was, yeah, she was a powerful woman. Her nickname was the Wall. I loved her so much, but uh, (laughs) she could hold me in her arms like a child, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so she always, she, she loved to drive. She didn't care the fact that I didn't drive. She loved picking me up and going places. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, And then, then I moved to Toronto and the subway system was like, great. So like yeah. I never needed, I never needed to drive. So like, but once I got a taste for it, I'm just like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. And I remember like the first time, like after I got my license, the first time in a car alone, I'd never been in a car alone no it's true yeah Where you can just cr- crank the tunes you can put down the windows like there's no yeah. one to answer to and you just decide to go somewhere and you just go like it was yeah. such a great feeling and so almost immediately after i got my my license i said to my wife i'm like i'm gonna drive across canada and she's like what i'm like yeah she's like well i'm not i'm like well, fair enough um and I, and I was like well i'll, I'll do it right I'll, I'll do it as a comic tour, tour. like a signing tour and so i like, yeah. put aside like a month and a bit and i did like 16 17 jobs like wow. it was wild uh i put so many kilometers miles uh on the car and i just did it all on my on my own it was awesome and like yeah. the, the best part was just like i don't know like i hadn't really done conventions and things since the no pandemic.
0: you uh you, you swore off conventions uh during the pandemic you were like oh you know what
1: i think i'm good on, yeah.
0: on, on conventions from now on
1: yeah yeah and then, like
0: maybe local ones
1: Yeah. And then, and then, you know, I did this tour and like, and then I got to see human beings again and, and have them come out to the shop and like, you know, in the big cities, it was, it was big and impressive. Like there were like hundreds of people coming out to the shops and uh, it was really exciting. And, you know, the smaller places were maybe, you know, a dozen people, but like, uh, but it was all, it was all a positive experience. Right. Like I think, you know, I, I met, over the whole tour, I met thousands of people. I think I only had like one kind of awkward encounter. Mm. And even then it was like, it was a, it was like a a kid was kind of clearly had some issues. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let me just talk you through the problems you have. And like, you know, that, that was, but that was it. Everything else was just like joy. Like people love reading comics. Um, And that was, that was uh, reinvigorating. It kind of like sparked me back to the idea of doing conventions again. And yeah seeing human beings, because I'm not, you know, I've, I've said to this to you before, like, I'm not really online much. That's right. Like, I'm just, I got my sub stack, and that's it. I don't, like, search my name out or anything. Uh, yeah. I don't go on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, so I've just been putting comics out into a void, weirdly, yeah. and actually seeing human beings. I'm like, oh, yeah, and bringing me the physical copies. Oh, yeah, I made this. That's fun. <laughs> I'll sign it. Sure. Why not? Right. Yeah, yeah, it's just been great. Yeah. No, there's something to be said for
0: like the physical nature. I really I remember during the pandemic, I had um, first of all, just you know, full disclosure, I had an unprecedentedly positive experience during the pandemic. I, I the channel did very well. I was very prosperous.
1: Wow. <laughs> it was wow. really nice.
0: It was just a nice time for me. I know I just was like I really, is, I really
1: earned is pro-pandemic. You heard it here, everyone. <laughs> I earned
0: right off the backs of COVID nineteen. Thank you. Yeah. But uh but it was one of those things where like we did this, uh, we did like, I was part of this, uh, this online con where people came in and talked and people were just so hungry for connection. And I was like, this is really nice. Maybe we don't need like, you know, this is kind of cool. Like I don't really need to go anywhere. And, uh, and then I went to San Diego comic con that next year, like when it came back Yeah. and the vibe was like electric, people were just so hungry to be in the same space with each other. And, uh, it was, uh, i was like oh yeah no this cannot be replaced yeah like the experience of yeah. working with people like, even just connecting with people you want to work with and being like hey we're in the same space as opposed yeah. to sending off an email and being like hey we should work together you know it's yeah. completely yeah, different
1: very different and like you know it hasn't quite bounced back like i think that's a lot, one of the issues a lot of comic shops are finding now is like yeah over the pandemic they switched to delivery a lot of pull files and stuff um But now there's just not the foot traffic. Like no one's actually walking into the shops, seeing new product, getting excited, talking to people. Like it's very much just a transactional buy the thing that you've always bought and that's Mm. it. It's very hard, I think, for to launch something new now because yeah, people aren't walking into the shop, they're not gonna see it. They're not gonna flip through it and be like, oh, that's cool. So you know, talking to some retailers, like that's definitely been that's definitely been an issue. Um, and I noticed that on my tour as well. Like it was kind of shocking the number of times where um a retailer would say to me like oh i haven't seen that customer in like years hmm. like like people that came in for the signing oh okay you know the, i mean yeah one of the stops was like this kid came in and everyone was like we hadn't seen him at all over the pandemic i don't think he's left his house like oh. <laughs> like he, he came out for this I'm like, "Oh, that's that's a you know that's an honor but also yeah. man oh man like i forgot about that part a lot of people just aren't aren't walking aren't, in
0: yeah yeah i noticed that's actually an issue with uh my local shop they um they were a like foot traffic shop, and then the during the pandemic, the town didn't give them a like a break on rent, so they moved it. You know, they they closed yeah. it down and they moved it like mostly online, but also like in a different location that was more in tune with like transactional. You got your pull order, you come in, you leave. Um, yeah. and he was thrilled to reopen like back in that old town with the foot traffic, like being like yeah. we. And I was like, I was like, dude, you have a new like you have a whole new uh, ecosystem like yeah you've been in this ecosystem for like three years and he's like yeah no but i need like the foot traffic is that important
1: yeah yeah it's the only way to grow the customer base right Mm -hmm. To actually like put them in front of stuff and discuss things with them and like hand sell like my my local shop here the beguiling they're masters at the hand sell like yeah even me walking as a creator like the guy who works there alex he's like Hey, I think you'd really be interested in this. He would pull a book off the shelf and like, I'm like, oh yeah, you know what? I actually am. And yeah, it's impossible to walk out without something. Yeah, um, and yeah, yeah, without without actually being in front of people, it's it's a different. It's thing. It's true.
0: It's tougher to be like, oh yeah, that's right. Like I saw on like Twitter, or I was recommended a book. I should add that digitally to my pull list. Like that's never going to happen. Like no. this. Well, and that's that's just like the translation of um, of clickover, where it's like it's never going to like. Going from a place to a place online, yeah. the, the the loss is like astronomical. You know, yeah, yeah so. it
1: really is. You know, part of my reason for like doing the tour as well was like to bring people into the shops, and I always I kept stressing to the comic shops before I got there. I'm just like, look, like you can you can you can advertise this as the guy who writes Batman right. coming <laughs> to town. Yeah, like, you know, for me and you maybe that doesn't mean much, but like for the public at large, it's it's like oh. Like that's oh, wild. Like it's yeah. gonna be in Winnipeg. Like what? Like <laughs> you know, Thunder Bay? And you know, I I I did a few interviews here and there. Like there were certain shops that realized that and kind of jump on it, I'm like, oh yeah, like getting people in the shop, they'll buy other things when they're here, like maybe they'll become return customers. Absolutely. Um, uh, that was good. And then there were shops that just didn't do that, and you could kind of see the effect of that. I'm like, okay, all right, you're just this is your business. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to like I'm not here to like <laughs> tell you how to do it, but no, totally, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah it's just wild. a visitor
0: that's yeah. really cool and then that uh that brought you to new york again you uh so you yeah. were like all right well that was fun i guess i'll go to the like most densely populated
1: city in, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i know yeah i went from like living in the woods and not interacting with human beings to new york city yeah uh, yeah that was wild because that was like my first show with i signed up with comic sketch art yes and they're the guys that kind of do all the conventions um, and partly it was because like uh i needed a work visa to to properly do the stuff in america yeah my my canadian credentials just haven't been enough to like convince (laughs) america to allow me to do comic eventually is that
0: is that a new development because i want to say that because i used to visit canada once a year for like a good four or five years um in the like late 90s early 2000s and it feels like I used to only need an American driver's license to be yeah. able to like go to Canada. Um, but I yeah. may have been, a I may have needed a passport as well. Now that I think about it, but that's kind of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think like around 2019, like th- there was definitely a lot of crackdown of people coming from overseas and from Canada. And, you know, I talked to a few kind of writers and artists that have a bit more difficulty. Like my thing was just like, basically I always get taken to the back room. Oh. And I'd, be, I'd be there for like an hour. Like I'd always have to add, time to my schedule yeah. just well, to i know like, they're right. gonna pull me yeah 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 and like they'll, they always let me through but i'm just like my anxiety over it was just too much so i i, I did it proper I had, I had a i got my sponsor which is comic sketch art so like yep i can i can travel to the states now which is nice good um so yeah i've got i've got like a i've got like a relatively full schedule coming up of comic conventions which is nice wow
0: yeah, that's awesome. That's night and day from uh, from. Well, I don't think I'm going to do them anymore. <laughs> Too well now I have I a know. schedule of conventions. So well, that's I, great.
1: I, I I did a lot. That's the thing. Like back when Sex Criminals kind of launched, yes. and there was that whole wave. Like, um, yeah. Like I I'd never been invited to places before. And so just mm. the fact that like someone was like, hey, we'll fly you to a city and we'll put you in a hotel and you just have to show up and make money. And I'm like, what? Like, sure. That. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that <was amazing. laughs> that's a no brainer.
0: Um,
1: yeah. You know, it definitely burnt out over it. And then when there was like the American complications, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Totally. But, but now, especially like Sonic with comic sketch art, they handle handle stuff for me. Yeah, like, I wanna, I think you would, like, yeah 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 oh you, I you and i
0: were talking about that where you were like uh this is great like <laughs> yeah. like because it's if you are a independent creator and i don't want to uh speak for you or for independent creators out there who go to conventions but like when you table at a convention like you pay for the table space mm-hmm. and then they just go like good luck like they don't put a blanket over your table they don't Build your scaffolding or give you signage. Like the the best thing that you can be given is a, like, maybe heavy cardstock that says your name on it and it may or may not be spelled wrong.
1: Yeah. And yeah. that's it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even now, when I sign a contract to do a show, it's like, what we will give you? We will give you a six foot table and two mm-hmm. chairs. And I'm like, all <laughs> right. All two chairs is
0: a luxury item now. Like, yeah. usually one. But and it's funny like,
1: like I, I I always loved doing the shows like in terms of like the setup and stuff cuz like I'd have stupid banners and I enjoy yes. doing the sketches for people. Um but like it, it kind of kind of broke me a little bit like years ago um back when uh uh I was friends with Warren Ellis uh mm. before his you know fall for troubles grace before the yeah. troubles <laughs> um well, a bunch of us were friends with him and like I think it was like myself and Matt Fraction we were saying like, oh, yeah, we're going to go to like Rose City and we're going to this weekend and and uh, table together. And, you know, and uh, I think Warren said, oh, off to off to the county fair to sell you jams and jellies again, boys. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that phrase stuck in our head all weekend. Jams yeah. and jellies. As we got there, you know, we're, we're pulling the, the, the cart full of our books and we're yeah. putting them on the table. We're putting our our stickers on, on everything. And I'm just like. Like, oh my God, it's just selling our jams and jellies. Like it doesn't yeah. change. Like, no matter how high or low you are, yep, you still in have the to... industry. <laughs> you still gotta you still gotta put your jams and jellies out and write that's down right. your prices and put them on there. And
0: that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's part yeah. it's
1: part of the fun, but it definitely like it kind of hit me like, oh my god, like I'm getting old, and I'm getting tired. Yeah. but it's but it's also it's the beauty of Comic Cons, right? Like one of the coolest mm-hmm. things I remember like at San Diego Comic Con, like you know, I was at my table and I was like looking across and like at a booth was Mike Magnola. Yeah. Just chatting with people. I'm just like like what other industry can you just like walk down a a row and like talk to like industry legends and like new creators and like and they're they're all just on equal footing. Like yeah, it's awesome.
0: Equally accessible. No, I remember the first New York Comic Con was the first Comic Con I'd ever been to was like the first New York Comic Con I've ever been to. So like maybe year two of New York Comic Con. I'm walking down the aisles and uh they had finally worked out that people actually want to go to this thing so it moved from like one room in one basement to multiple areas and so they had all these legends like in one very narrow aisle Hmm. and I'm walking and I'm talking to my who would be my wife and my friend we're talking and I'm like, oh my god, that's so and so, and that's, you know, I don't want to drop names because you know it's, we're, we we have our name today, but
1: uh, you know, this- <laughs> you can <laughs> drop names, you can say who you saw.
0: <laughs> you know, it's like people like like Peter David and you know, J. yeah, Markinsky and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is so and so. This, she's like, do you want to go say hi? I'm like, oh fuck no. Like, <laughs> I just want to look at them. Yeah, stare them like I didn't have, a creep. Yeah, I had nothing to offer them, you know, because they're like the, most of them are also writers, so it's like, hi, I'm 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 peter david i have i have a table with nothing on it for you to gaze upon like yeah maybe nowadays they actually do with books
1: yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah.
0: back in the day it was like i don't know you want me to write you a paragraph there you go <laughs> what idiot you are yeah
1: I, I remember walking around comic conventions like with my dumb sketchbook and like yes running up to somebody and getting like a quick doodle i got like yeah. i got david Mazzucchelli to do a Little doodle, but I didn't even really know who he was at the time. I was like eighteen right. or something. I'm just like, oh wow, this this guy's stuff seems cool. So he mm-hmm. just did a little drawing of like just a guy in a painter's hat, like painting <laughs> the planet Earth. Like it was just like such a weird sketch to have. Yeah, that's really like cool. Like if though. I was if I was smart and forward thinking, I'd be like, could you do a little Batman? <laughs> like yeah. I could sell that for yeah. 2000. But you know,
0: he might not have gotten it. Might even he would have looked at you across and been like, Batman,
1: Pff, kid. It's Don't possible. Work. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, it's that weird thing where it's like he wasn't much. He wasn't that much older than me really <laughs> that's fair yeah like it's 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 a, it's, a, it's a strange thing once you realize like oh yeah like the guys i was looking up to when i was like 18 19 were probably like 23 24 right so i was like oh we have five years down like it's <laughs> very strange yeah yeah well the other thing is like not recognizing anybody because for the longest time
0: they didn't have like their faces in any publications or social media yeah. so like i don't like i don't know if that is who i think it is
1: Well, I I was was saying this to you just before we recorded, but like being Canadian, um, TV Ontario uh, had a show called Prisoners of Gravity, which was like a comic theme show, where like the theme was basically like a guy in space on like a some spacecraft, right? Um, And uh, and he was just kind of like catching up on comics or something, and then like he'd do these like weird portal interviews with like. With comic creators. So like, I knew the faces of a lot of them just through that. Cause we would have yeah. like Neil Gaiman and Jill Thompson. I think Alan Moore like was on it at some point. Yeah. Like he just knew everyone.
0: Um, like so me. I was able to
1: recognize a few people. And also, there's that weird thing at comic conventions where you can sometimes recognize an artist based on their art. Right. Because like I remember the first show I did, I was big into Shade the Changing Man. Okay. It was at Vertigo. And uh, I always, I never know how to pronounce the last name, but Chris, Chris Bachalo.
0: Yeah, I always think it's Bocello, but I'm—that's because I'm like a—I'm a Jersey boy who just says who butchers everybody's name. I
1: mean, it could be it could be Bocello, Bocello. I don't have—I've no heard idea. Bec-
0: I've heard Bocello. Yeah, I don't I don't know.
1: But um, that one, Sorry, that was my big memory of meeting David Mazzucchelli is like how to pronounce his name. Mazzucchelli, Mazzucchelli. He told me it's like pizza and zucchini. Okay, so it's. Mazza Kelly, yeah.
0: That's thank. That's actually great to know. Thank you. Because yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> I'll, I'll do that too. You. Yeah. Uh, I've yeah. uh, Stepan Stepan sayich has never corrected me. He has only said, yeah. "You're close."
1: <laughs> <They're> just leave <leasing> it <laughs> at that. Yeah, That's, nice. that's it. I'm like. I was like, oh, Chris, Chris Vitallo, Like, I remember seeing him at a convention. I'm like, oh, that's the guy who draws Shade the Changing Man because yeah. he looks like Shade the Changing Man. He <laughs> looks, he looked like the, his drawings. I kind of like I almost no like a, he did these crosshatch nose, and his nose was kind of like red, and his hair was a little bit big and wild. I'm just like, yeah. oh my God, you look like one of your drawings. Oh, that's so funny. I yeah. never thought
0: about that. That's
1: interesting. Yeah, yeah I guess was, they wouldn't was...
0: need to do that because it's like you're just sitting in an easel all day drawing whatever comes up or whatever you have in an art book or you know yeah what's in the in the
1: mirror artists tend to draw themselves because they use themselves as reference like sean phillips is very easy to spot based on his drawings <laughs> like he is like 90 yeah. percent of the characters in his books right yeah it's
0: funny you you mentioning prisoners of gravity i'd never heard of this before in my life and i want to see every show and i'm so thankful that it is on youtube and you can watch all the Sh- uh prisoners of gravity oh is it but, okay yeah, yeah i didn't even know yeah i should probably i didn't know same. I'm like, what? Like, this concept of, like, there being a kind of, like, I don't know, SCTV kind of space ghost, coast-to-coast meets Mystery Science Theater 3000 show, I'm like, I want to watch this now. Like, yeah. especially because there's a there's a lament I always have about, like, when we're talking about, like, legends and old Comic-Cons and stuff like that, the, uh, the you know, now you can film an entire viral show on your phone without any, like, training. Yeah. But the legends of yesteryear uh, if they they were lucky some like rich punk had a giant camcorder that had shitty audio and that was like the closest we could get to capturing these uh these iconic uh you know legends and 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 their thoughts and yeah in real time because you know like one of those like things that i miss now in publications particularly in like trades and hardcovers is the forward and the afterward it's something that is it's a it's a lost art I think it's so important to get what the artist was thinking at the exact time when the book was coming out, because time and history and hindsight always morphs that belief. So it's like you want to know what people were thinking and doing when they were making their art, not what they think about the arts impact on the culture 25, 30 years later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or at the very least being able to compare and contrast, yeah. uh, but, you know, but in, but in our like media obsessed world today, it's like, I'm not going to read a forward. Give me an interview. That's like maybe 80 seconds long. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the trade off. Yeah. um, Yeah. I'm going to check out person gravity again then. No, no, I know it's on YouTube because yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe they don't hold up, but I got to it. They're going to be different. Yeah. As, you yeah, know, so. I mentioned this to you before we started recording as well, that like, it was the first time i saw jill thompson because she was yes about sandman and right. uh, I, I immediately fell in love with her right of course and, as you would and when i was like 18 maybe 19 i i totally waited in line to get her to sign my Sandman t-shirt and books and i was <laughs> like a, i was a full on canadian goth so i had like the black trench coat and the onk necklace but i had the hockey nice. hair it was very beautiful
0: yeah yeah
1: and i was like a late bloomer so i was very short and had no facial hair at all awesome and uh yeah i got up there and she signed my stuff and i complimented her work and uh, then i asked her out on a date i was like no. what do you want to do tonight and uh and she's like oh I'm, I'm not i'm not doing anything tonight sure that yeah, sounds good i'm like Ugh. it was it was, <laughs> it was the greatest moment of my life until uh she realized the folly." <laughs> and, uh, and 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 backed out before Ugh. the time came, which was entirely fair. And I, I reminded yeah. her of this. Uh, did you? Yeah it, has, yeah.
0: it has come up in in in
1: in we, the we, years, we did we did a comic convention. I think we were there were only a few American guests. We were in Moscow, oh. and it was like just before like I think the twenty sixteen election. Maybe <laughs> it was God. like it was like a very interesting time. We were in Red Square, just being like, I don't know, should we even be talking here? Yeah. Um. And yeah, while we are on that uh, on that trip, I told her, yeah, when I was like 19, I totally asked you about that on a date. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. Did she remember? She, I think she pretended to vaguely remember, but oh, that's no, sweet. you're not really going to remember yeah. that. Yeah. I love that. So uh, who. I was not the one who got away, you know, no. it's not going to stick in her head. Like, no, oh, course, only yeah. I'd agreed to go out with that.
0: How our lives would
1: have changed. Temple face nerd.
0: but she did say yes initially so what uh what changed and how did she tell you and how did she uh how did she reject you
1: well okay i'm not going to name any names because there was another comic artist involved Mm. but there was a there was a comic artist i was there (laughs) with my buddy ben my buddy ben was a little bit weird dude and uh he was really into this one comic um drawn by like this new talent and so we went to see that guy first Mm -hmm. And that guy made fun of my friend for five, 10 minutes straight in front of his buddy. He was just like a total (sighs) asshole and like too cool for school. And Mm -hmm. uh, it was, it was awkward and horrible to watch. And then we went to Jill Thompson and I asked her out. She said, yes. And we were, we were doing a lot better at that point. Definitely. And so my buddy wanted to go back to the original guy's table and, and be like, like, oh yeah try we'll try and make it a a better second encounter okay and while he was talking to him he dropped the nugget that i had just asked jill thompson out like that was going to give us some cool points with this guy totally and he just i remember the guy just went oh really this guy interesting sure and then when we walked away from him we saw him get up and just like walk over jill thompson (laughs) i was just like no this isn't happening and then later on, when I went back to her table, she apologized and said a friend reminded her there was a group dinner that night. Oh, sure. And uh, so I, w- I always remember that. I always remember that guy. My friend always remembered that guy. Yeah. And then flash forward, like, 15 years later, and me and my buddy share a comic studio. And uh, and the phone rings. And it's that guy. It's that comic oh. artist. And he asked my friend if there were any openings in the studio. My friend said no and hung up on him. Oh! So my friend got like Sweet Revenge. He got a Sweet Revenge and it, you know it, it it's like anything later on we um we saw him maybe at a co- convention or a party or whatever and the guy my friend reminded him of our original encounter and yeah. the guy just apologized profusely because he's like Aww. i was like he's like i was like 20 i was like 21 right. like my ego was out of control i was like i was still in art school and drawing comics for like marvel like i yeah i was a dick and i was a dick to everyone and i feel bad about it so it was like yeah. it was a nice kind of full circle thing and kind of reminds you like yeah everyone's everyone's kind of dealing with stuff it's true yeah, yeah. but yeah man is that a- <laughs> That's so such a, such cool. a weird thing, yeah. I have never, you know,
0: that world, that is such a closed door to today. Like, there's no way, I think, anyone makes those kinds of connections in comic cons today, where it's like, hey, what are you doing later? Like, that's that's well, you world. never, you
1: never know, you never that's know. True. You see, a, I mean, it's usually alcohol other... from what I can see like, <laughs> at, at, sure. at most of these shows. And as one of my rules is I do not drink at comic conventions. I, I, I've done it's it a couple rule. of times. Um, like at the Eisner's one year, I definitely tied one on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and like if I'm just going out with just like a couple of buddies and we'll have a drink or whatever That's far cool. away from the convention center, yeah. it's fine. But like I, I abstain just because like I see so many, so many people make horrendous mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <So. laughs> Which, yeah, which always stuns me.
0: Yeah, I uh, I want to know if the uh, the comic studio that you created with your friend is any like kind of like influence over the like at least visual if not uh, like thematic depiction of
1: the comic studio that is uh, built in
0: public anim- or a public uh, domain.
1: Um, yeah, yes and no. It's kind of like my ideal. Studio, like, yeah, the, the, the studio I started with my friends was called uh Raid, it was Raid Studios, which Ramon Perez runs now, and uh, like Marcus Toes in there with him. And um, it's it like 14 people in that studio now, it's like its own thing, yeah. But at the time, it was just four of us, and it was just a mess. Like, we were like in our early 20s, I was just like garbage everywhere, and like comics scattered, and weird masks and things. And yeah, it was uh huh uh me now like i'm a lot tidier (laughs) i kind (laughs) of need things to be a a bit tidier yeah um uh some idealized comic studio is kind of the one that's in public domain because it's like it's it's clean a nice brick wall big windows like a nice nicely organized nice little kitchen area um and also like if I drew the studio the way uh, I was living, I would never. The book would never come out because because you
0: have to draw too much stuff. Just, just too just much styling on top so of yourself. Yeah,
1: that's part of it as well. A nice clean studio is a lot easier to draw <laughs> than a, a real studio. Yeah, um, yeah. How things go. Yeah.
0: Did you um when you uh when you did scale down and and eventually move the studio uh or the you know Zadarsko into what is uh effectively your house? Yeah. Um. What uh what were some of the like sad sacrifices you had to leave behind because I know I don't work in comics but I do work adjacent to comics and go to comic conventions comic book stores my place is choked this is a studio itself and it's choked with toys action figures things I always wanted that I didn't have room for I've got as you can yeah. probably see behind me I have like a stack of bloodlines cards like I have yeah, stuff yeah. I definitely don't need that I'm like I finally have the space and now I'm like yeah. I need to get rid of like Two thirds of the stuff, I- like <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's funny how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, freedom! Horrible, horrible freedom. That's exactly right. Yeah, I mean, leaving the studio was hard. Um, mostly just from a social standpoint. Like, it was just great yeah. to go into a place when, where all of us were working, and we all had different kind of disciplines. And like and... Yeah, some of us were illustrators and animators, and um, uh, some only a, a couple of us were really kind of more into comics. Um, but yeah, like. There's there's a joy, and I think you can only really have that in like your twenties and thirties, really. Like cause the older you get, like I, I talked to a lot of my friends from that period, and we always talk about like we should get another studio together, we should do that again. But then it's just like, oh my god, that'd be so much work. And like, <laughs> can I share a space with someone else again? Like your your world yeah. gets a lot smaller the older you get. Like it's easier to kind of go in with a bunch of guys who are a lot of us were just strangers to each other. Yeah. And we just became friends. But like it's easier to kind of jump in you know blindfolded both feet uh into something like that when you're younger Absolutely. and now that you're older it's just like oh my god like will their stuff integrate with my stuff and like yeah you know i i, I need my private time but mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. i i do i do miss the kind of the collaboration and like there were there were definitely points where one of us would be in you know over our heads with a deadline and the others would kind of chip in and help oh and like, yeah that was, that, that was nice
0: was uh was, was perez working on kookaburray back then
1: he was doing butternut squash. He okay. came in, he came into the studio kind of in the last few months when it was like all the original members. Um, and that that's how we just kind of inherited it. He didn't drive us out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sure. but yeah, I mean, he, he was a delight and he's still a delight. And like, it's kind of, it's cool to see that studio still going strong. Like they set yeah. up pretty, pretty big at conventions and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, it's a very different thing from uh, what, what we had. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he's smarter I, than we were.
0: I know that name only uh, well, mainly because like I was really plugged into like the web comic scene back in the day and I was like okay, yeah. So I, I, I remember coming across Kookaburi and being like, I'd never seen anything that looks like this. I was like, holy yeah. crap. Like what a distinct and interesting style. And then I remember hearing yeah. about Tales of Sand. And I'm like, This is this is Toppers.
1: Yeah, he's amazing and like it's why I ended up doing Stillwater with him. Yeah. Just because like I'm like, Oh my god, he can draw anything. Like yeah, and he's fast. So that worked yeah. out well. That's always nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, what uh, what's the plan for now? Like, what is 2024 looking like for Chips Zdarsky?
1: I'm just going door to door and selling these.
0: Well, I mean, I feel like you don't have to do that anymore, given that you have uh, such a such a reach on your YouTube channel and your substack and
1: Why uh... <laughs> YouTube channel. I posted like five videos over the past four years.
0: You got seven K on that video, by the way, I should say. Oh hey, That's all right. Pretty good. Like, and that cool. thumbnail game is on point. I, uh, I know thank you. Thank I you. I thought I was being so funny and original when I was like, hey man, that thumbnail's great. And then I saw like a thousand comments that were all like great thumbnail, and I'm like
1: <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I really uh, I really nailed that aesthetic, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, oh my God, yeah, twenty twenty four is uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, Batman's still like kind of the full time job. I'm I just started scripting issues nine and ten of public domain, so I'm, nice. I've got that drawn up to issue eight, so that's going to start coming out again. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else that I can say. Like Avengers Twilight's right. coming out. Yes. Finally. Oh which man. Is nice. Can you yeah. can you
0: pitch uh, Avengers Twilight a little bit because I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after i want to say it was was in new york or san diego when they were when they announced uh, avengers twilight uh,
1: i think maybe they soft announced it at san diego yeah marvel tends to be like oh there's an avengers logo and Chuchu yeah his name and then everyone's like oh he's going to be writing avengers and then they get disappointed when it's not that uh-huh mm-hmm. <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> i'm not a fan of that strategy no. um yeah new york they showed more art but um, yeah yeah it's myself and daniel Acuna. uh who is like a master like he's yeah. fully drawn and colored these pages um nice It's a project we've been working on since 2019 oh, shit. These 6 issues um and it's like a it's a it's a future avengers story it's kind of like our definitive take on um what happens to the avengers kind of down the line yeah so yeah i don't I don't want to give too much away just um totally yeah it's 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 big and fun and daniel's design work is gorgeous on it and uh and it's <laughs> it's very weird because again, I wrote in 2019, which is pre-pandemic. Oh my god. And so there's true. a lot of there's a lot of stuff in there that's um, um feels weirdly predictive mm-hmm. from that point. Um and now from this point looks like uh, I'm just copying history. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it's very I do, it's, yeah. It's gonna be interesting to see when it comes out, like if people think that I'm like prescient or just like grabbing stuff from the headlines of a couple of years ago. Right. So, yeah. We'll see. It's a it's weird one. Yeah. I'm
0: excited. I just, I I haven't seen you really like put your stamp on that brand and I'm kind of like hyped to see which characters you picked and which, yeah, yeah. You know, what the depictions are and what the Marvel universe, like the greater Marvel universe looks like as a result. Yeah. Like what's going to be fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm a big fan of those kind of stories. Like, yeah. Um, like, the the, you the friggin perfect was like oh, kind of yeah. my, my jam you know obviously days of future past old man logan kingdom come like all these kind of like these
0: elseworlds-esque like marvel stories well you, yeah. you were the
1: you pioneered the uh the resurgence of what if yeah well and then they didn't do anything with, it. <laughs> do anything with it hey you he know, made a whole logo that they didn't use it was great. Yeah, yeah 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 that was a that was a bit of a weird period um yeah. Still yeah, great I mean, though. Spider Shadow yeah. pick, pick it up. It's in the omnibus. It's in the omnibus. So you can just pick it up all in one go. Yeah. Um this thing's so heavy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was that was a weird situation. Yeah. Um and I don't I don't fault Marvel for it. They had like kind of other plans and like I think yeah. a lot of I think they had a lot of projects lined up and they just didn't quite hit. Mm-hmm. We're wrapping up Newburn. Yep. Uh with issue sixteen. Jacob just sent in thumbnails for fifteen. Nice. Um he's like just like oh a marvel that guy. Um yeah, I'm super excited about that because like we're building up to this big kind of finale, which is exciting. And then yeah. yeah we brought back Captara through the substack and printing it through image. Right. So we're we're wrapping that up as well and gonna put out some collections. So that's nice. It's nice to kind of see things end and then you can get a nice proper collection of it all.
0: That's true. Yeah. 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 And then you can kind of uh take a breath, you know, take survey of what your priorities are and then go do I have another story to tell? Do I want to yeah. focus on this, that, and the other thing? You know?
1: Yeah, I've got Six, a few nine, more kind of independent things uh lined up for 2024, 2025. Great. Um, okay. Too, too early to talk about them, but uh but yeah, gotcha. it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: looking forward to it, man. Uh I'm loving your Batman. I'm loving the uh the omnibus that's coming. Um What omnibus? Is this gonna... omnibus? Yeah, the omnibus that it's available in the comments down below. Pick up a copy, folks, because it is worth the price of admission.
1: And even, even yeah, very good. And even underneath, it's got the cool Mark Bagley oh. spreads from 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 Life Story. It's oh, that's awesome. It's a good looking package.
0: Yeah, it's so frustrating. The beautiful hardcovers that have like this awesome dust jacket, and then underneath it, it has an even more extra exciting uh, print. And you're like, oh man, what do I display? I guess I, I got to get two of them
1: with my with novels and things like that i always get rid of the dust jacket but
0: uh i used to do that all the time I used to throw them away and then people would get mad at me like people that were like inheriting my book collection like my wife <laughs> it's like <laughs> where's the dust jacket and i'm like the cover's cooler yeah like She's are like...
1: we really protecting it from dust is that is right. that a big issue
0: yeah like what are we uh, what, what is it 2015 in no back to the future 2
1: yeah that's the reference i'm making that's good um, nice. yeah but anyways yeah spider-man omnibus collect all my spectacular spider-man spider shadow and uh, life story yeah 960 uh, something pages it's,
0: it's now do you think 2024 2025 maybe we'll see a cause for a volume two no <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ um no i mean it's that's the batman of it all right like yeah as long as I'm, as long as I'm doing batman it's kind of hard to i've had this discussion before with with Marvel and DC because like Marvel kept offering me stuff. Yeah. it's like, well, I can't. Like I know everything that's happening in DC Comics through right. to 2025. Like I can't go to your story meetings if I, I hear you yourself. Yeah. I did. Yeah, cuz if I hear them pitch something like, similar to what's happening in DC. Like, what do I do? Do I tell them you can't do it because DC's doing it? Or do I go tell DC, like, maybe we need That's to change our plans? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's a, it's a weird position. Like, no one seemed to care <laughs> except for me. <laughs> That's like, fair. they, well, they like have, me like... well enough. They know I'm not going to, like, to screw like take secret yeah. information and screw over the you're next a good person fella. yeah but it just puts me in that position of knowing it is is hard enough well
0: and how is how can you prevent yourself from letting it influence your decision making you know like yeah. you're just you know you're watching them you know you go back to dc they're making decisions and you're just sitting there just letting them make them and you're yeah. like i don't know about that they're like well, what does that maybe
1: mean? you shouldn't do that yeah yeah I know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair oh yeah, it's, and it's so hard
0: yeah, we did not talk at all about Daredevil, and I'm sad to say. Oh yeah, but, uh, it was awesome, and you ended it, and it's uh, it's a phenomenal run. Congratulations it's on
1: that. Yeah, it's a weird. It was a weird feeling to be done. Um, yeah. Even weirder feeling to pick up issue one of the next run. But like, right? but I'm, I was so happy to do it because like Saladin and Aaron were doing such a great job, and like, yeah, I had a lot of conversations with Saladin before he took over. Um, so it made me more excited to kind of see what he was doing. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've said this before elsewhere, but like, working on Daredevil was the longest period of my life where I didn't read a Daredevil comic. Hmm. Like, and it's yeah. A, oh, because it's, it's
0: a, that was the period when some when you were the one writing it. So. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's the it's the only kind of problem that one person in the world has at any given moment. Yeah, they, <laughs> can't they can't read Daredevil, a Daredevil like... reader because they're writing it. <laughs> That's But awesome. it's true. Like, I've I've read that book almost monthly since I was like. 1718. Like, it's yeah. like my favorite title. Um, and so, like, all of a sudden, I, I wasn't a daredevil reader. I was writing it. Yeah. And now I get to be a daredevil reader again, which is really exciting because I can, like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, I pick up the issues. I'm like, oh man, this is so cool. I can't wait to see what happens next issue, you know? Yeah. Which is a fun yeah. feeling again. Yeah. I know there's awesome. some, some writers who can't read the books after they've left them. Really? Yeah. And, like, I've had more than one say that it feels like, um, seeing your girlfriend dating someone new
0: yeah i can understand that motivation but like i
1: imagine
0: i don't know I but, feel it's like...
1: either, but it's either one way or the other like it's if, if it's like if you see your girlfriend dating someone new who is better for her than you were right that sucks if you see yes. her dating someone new who and is sucks? worse for her like that right? also sucks like there's no yeah. real good thing there no um, it's true yeah unless, the, unless you can just divorce yourself from it like i can't like i'm just like oh no i just love reading it like
0: i mean that's the healthiest response like it's just yeah. you know going like i'm just glad that the book's getting
1: laid <laughs> <laughs> good for them good for them
0: good for them i'm listen I, i'm
1: not having a dry spell I, i'm doing okay you yeah. know yeah yeah you yeah. know you know, Brilliant. I hope it's not just a one-night stand for them, you know? I hope exactly. they get I just, something I'm ongoing out of this. We're hoping
0: the, for the best, you know? Yeah, to the... get at least, like, ten issues exactly that'd be a good yeah, yeah. run. you know all right yeah <laughs> thanks for being here man thanks for watching yeah. everybody and of course if you want more chips adarski you can always go to chips uh substack and get uh That's near true. incessant updates on what is
1: happening <laughs> in your world that doesn't sound good at all no it's great i just incessant. yeah Insa- i don't think i've ever used incessant in a positive flagrant way Sal.
0: incessant and uh almost uh you know just insatiable updates of uh, what's true. going on it's great but uh, awesome. and if you do that, you'll get more uh, public uh, domain, which you should yeah, definitely yeah. be watching. Yeah, yeah, uh, we're
1: we're 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 starting to post issue eight this week.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I read my uh, my post, so I was I, I'm I'm up to it.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff.
0: Yeah. Thanks for being here, folks. Thank you for being here, Chip. bye Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>
1: bye. bye.